So today we did something a little bit different. We had a live streamed podcast and it, it was it was interesting. It was a lot of fun and I enjoyed it. And it was interesting to see everybody's comments come in live. This was our first live stream podcast and we're really still getting the hang of, of this podcast thing. But that's what's beautiful about it is it's natural. It's real. It's down to earth. So here it is. The very first live stream Finman monologue. So this is the first live stream podcast that we've ever fucking done. So this is, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Chimpino, also go by Sandy, and I am a content creator. So connecting with Eric, going to be doing some awesome stuff. Mm-hmm. What about you, Eric? So, uh, <laughs> Who are you? for those of you who don't know, my name is Eric <laughs> Finman. Um, I am the youngest Bitcoin millionaire to have ever existed on the entirety of this planet and, and all that. So that's, that's, there we go. So just look at that just to see how you're doing. Yeah. So I am the youngest Bitcoin millionaire. We've launched a satellite uh, with our amazing team. We, got, we built a real-life Dr. Octopus skeleton that was really, mm. really beautiful. And yeah, so basically, I'm like a real life Tony Stark. That's basically awesome. it. Awesome. How, how's how, how's that like? Well, like, how many zeros are in a million? How many zeros? Um, one, two, three. Just two commas. So six zeros. Okay. Six zeros. Okay. What, and and what's that like? Talk a little bit about that. Uh yeah, I mean it's cool. Like right now we're in a beautiful. You can't see it right now, but you've probably people seen in past podcasts. Um, is we we did a. A, we're in Central Park, like south of Central Park right now, so mm-hmm. it's really cool. Yeah. Where are you? Where are you from? Uh, where I'm from is a, a great view as well. Mm-hmm. If you let, let me walk you through it, you 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 walk into my room, mm-hmm. and you know there's a bed, of course, mm-hmm. and there's chairs and stuff, and you look right out the window to this beautiful view mm-hmm. of just New York City, New York City housings. Just beautiful, tall, brick buildings with just gated fences so people don't jump out. Um, people selling drugs. It's just, it's, you know, the squirrels and the pigeons. It's, it's, it's a sight to see. Mm-hmm. It's just, I bet. You know, I bet that's beautiful. It's, I bet the projects in Brooklyn are, are truly a beautiful place. It's, it's a sight to see. You know, when you see it, you know, it just changes something about you. Yeah, I mean, but that's also part of the thing is, like, uh, I bet that inspires actually a lot of motivation, a lot of creativity. I, I would hope so. Yeah? I would hope so. so. Some people get comfortable, some people get to feel mm-hmm. stuck, and some people feel like, maybe I'll try it in my next life. Yeah. <laughs> I get that. Well, that's what I'm trying to do with this new political movement is just to, like, I feel like, I mean, this is cliche to say, but I feel like a lot of the, the traditional ma- American pathway, the American dream is is um is kind of dead honestly like it's hard to get out of those projects i mean you tell me I, I mean i grew up in idaho and i see saw a lot of the same stuff a lot of the same mediocrity a lot of the same um just a lot of just a lot of people comfortable with where they are but I, maybe is that just most people is that there's not a good way to move up I, i'm not sure give me give me some insight what was the household like like what was the energy like the overall vibe of of um the, the, the environment in your household? I mean, I feel like it was a very good environment. I mean, my, my parents, you know, both both Stanford PhDs, mm. so they're very smart. Um, but, yeah, and that's the thing. We are, feel like a blueberry 
in in a strawberry patch. You know, it's just we felt. I think I think in Idaho, there's a lot of people that like retire that were ambitious because Idaho is a very beautiful place because that's where I'm from. But I feel like a lot of the people, I don't know if they didn't realize it. I don't know if it's because they didn't want to. But a lot of people in Idaho, they didn't, they didn't really want to shoot for the moon. And to me, mm-hmm. I want to shoot for not just the moon. I want to shoot for, like, uh, the Andromeda galaxy. Jesus you know? Christ. That's, like, where <laughs> I want to go. <laughs> I mean, so it, my, my, um, my parents were a bit different. Mm-hmm. Just slightly different. Mm-hmm. Slightly different. Yeah. My mom, uh, we're all from the Dominican Republic. Mm-hmm. My mom uh, dropped out of middle school because mm-hmm. she had to start working. And my dad, pretty sure he dropped out of high school. Mm. Um, so we have this very immigrant mindset of like, work, work, but don't get fooled. It's like always yeah. playing it safe. You yeah. know, we, we work, we work, but only as hard as mm. we can get. Like, we don't want to risk it. We don't mm. want to work super hard and then pretend that, oh, like all these ambitious things are possible. We just want to get what we can get, which is get a job, work your ass off, pay the bills. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Mm. Um, obviously I'm a bit different I'm just like I grew up watching a ton of movies mm-hmm. which is like I saw people being awesome I saw yeah. people doing amazing things I was like uh, I want to be like that exactly so I was just you know I was also super stubborn I didn't believe them when they told me things weren't possible mm-hmm. so that it was always a bit of a like back and forth but luckily you know they've given me some leeway just because I've shown them what's possible I feel like we're very like we're very similar people mm-hmm. we're very similar kids but we just grew up in different situations, which is such an awesome it's a dynamic. Genetic lottery. It's a genetic lottery. Yeah. But, but yeah, I agree with that. I mean, it's so interesting to see how, like, art can have such an impact on so many people, and that's why... Call. Yeah, I mean, I was just saying, with all the art and, and all that stuff, a lot of, like, dictators of countries, they control the art that goes out because they kind of try to control the people because so much art can be so inspiring for so much people. So, here, I'm going to, like, change the podcast site or the live stream here. Because I feel like it's too far, um, and all that. So here, this might be. Is that? Maybe try put, putting it on the side. I feel like it's angled up a bit too much. Yeah. Here. I'm saying like flip the little stand like ninety degrees. Ninety degrees. Oh. Uh, try that. That's smart. That's smart. Here. We're trying out here. We're trying out here. It's making, loading now. I'm not. I'm not good at making octopus suits, but I'm good at camera angles. Yeah, <laughs> what are people commenting? They're like, they're like, what is this? What even is this? Yeah, it's random. It's random. Just like this is like a janky ass live stream. That's for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. Oh, this is a lot better. This is yeah. a lot better. I think it's important though, because I feel like when you have two different random people that just mm-hmm. met talking about just life, yeah. and just you know, I feel like a lot of important conversations come out of it because a lot of people don't get to have conversations like this. Yeah, they don't get to have a conversation with, like, a complete opposite stranger of, like, a, a complete opposite of the spectrum. Yeah, so, we just met. Yeah, we just met. I just found out who you were yesterday. Mm-hmm. We're the same age, but we're living completely different lives. Yeah, it so is. So it's just awesome to connect and talk about our morals. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I agree. That's the thing is there's so much lack of, like, human empathy and human connection in these days. And that's, like, cliche to say. Um, but, I mean, it's true. I mean, that's the thing. It's, like, I love being provocative and I love being funny and if anyone has seen my Instagram it is very provocative funny but I feel like I really want that I want to I want to do something that's provocative and funny but something that's actually useful you know fight for something that's actually real and that's actually useful and to me that's 
that's that's what really matters to me but it doesn't seem like the rest of the world is like that you know i mean what i think what's great about what you do is like you literally provoke people which mm-hmm. which is like some people hate having conversations yeah they stick in their own little bubble yeah but you pull them out of there just because their curiosity is killing them to just comment and say some yeah thing that so you provoke people into having conversations what do you think is the biggest connector yeah like you think like we, we just spoke on like people are so disconnected what do you think is the biggest connector um, I mean, uh, I think, I think the biggest connector, in what way, in what way? Like, what brings people together? Like, for example, like how we met. Like, mm-hmm. what brings people out of their shells and brings people together? Like the internet, for example. What do you think is the best one, in your opinion? I mean, here, I just, someone's, someone's always messaging me. Um, popular guy. I know, I know, I know, I am popular guy. Um. But yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I've just always, I feel like I'm so sick of so much of the bullshit and I just kind of want to be me and I want to be real yeah. and, and all that. And I think like a lot of people, a lot of people like that. And I think a lot of people really respect that. And I think like, like for you, like I told you, you know, don't want to stay on live stream, but I told you something like really personable when we first met. Of course. And, and all that stuff. And then that, to me, is just real shit. Yeah, I think a lot of people are too fucking obsessed with blending in. Yeah. And then society and the culture just looks the same. Yeah. Which is what I take advantage of. Yeah. Like what you take advantage of is like, all right, well, I'm going to do this thing, and everybody's going to look at me and kind of just, like, root me from the shadows. Yeah. But when they come out and, like, present themselves, they're, like, just like everybody else. Yeah. Which is just so great. You're provoking a conversation that yeah. needs to be at. Yeah. I agree with that. What do you think is the biggest thing you've learned so far in your journey? You're out of the frame, by the way. Oh. Um, and all that. I'd say the biggest thing that I've learned... It's hard to keep track what I've learned. It's, it's hard. It's just easy for me to focus on what I, I haven't learned yet and what mm. I'm unsure about. That's, like, the hardest thing for me. It's, like, I learned this. I read it down. I'm, like, really into... Like, I write down everything. I'm a very well-prepared person. I write down notes. I do all that stuff. And... And... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, what the biggest thing I've learned, I think the biggest learn that I've learned is to, th- to really think outside the box. Think about, like, what, what is your dream, and make sure that your dream is, you thought that big enough, and then, and then make sure what that dream is, 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 how can you get to that? And don't think of the traditional path. Like, I was in high school, and then I was like, well, I, oh, I always want to start a business. I need to go to high school, get all good grades, get into Stanford, because, you know, go to Silicon Valley, and all that stuff, but I was like, oh wait, I could just do that now. So I dropped out of school, started a business, mm-hmm. and then you know got got money in Silicon Valley through a Stanford program, actually, that that Stanford graduates would kill to get into. And I was speaking to Stanford students, mm-hmm. and then then I was like, I'm at 15 years old, and I'm doing this, and I just skipped, I just skipped, and I just hate it when other people try to like bring you back, like to behold you back. And all that, and I just and, and there's so many people, so many structures, so many societal things that that try to k- hold you back from where you want to go, and and I'm just sick of that. Like that's like I want to do something real. I want to talk about something real. I want to do things that are real, and and all that. And then I'm kind of willing to like just just whatever it takes to get there. What do you think? Why do you think people are trying to hold you back or, or bring you back? It's not. It's not that. It's just people's mindset that's they're stuck. You know. And that's what's frustrating for me is that like people are stuck in their mindset of of this total stuck in this mindset that you can't do this, you have to do this, you have to do this, and they just won't make it work. 
they just won't make it work and they hold themselves back because their 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 structures how their mind was made and crafted hold themselves back so they can't imagine it's not that they even have any malice they might have malice sometimes but but just it it, it could be just totally it could just be totally that they can't think that way so how can you it's like it's it's a lack of open-mindedness but like that's even too binary like I think like so many people think at a one or two dimensional level and I think at a three-dimensional level and then but like the fourth dimension like holds me back like the fourth dimension is time mm. right like I hate time you know it's like I want things to happen that way which is my impatience really really helps I think that's like a virtue and so many people go Eric you're so impatient it's like no I really like really like my impatience it really forces me like look at all the stuff I've done and I'm just 20 years old look at the stuff I was doing at 15 that's where my impatience got me my yeah. impatience forces me to think to think it pushes you 100% I yeah. feel like so many people and then I feel like so I was uh, listening to this podcast the other day but someone mentioned like mm -hmm. people love being the disruptor mm -hmm. but when the disruptor disrupts them it's like, well, like, for example, I'll give you yeah. an example. My mom mm. was a disruptor. She came to the United States. That was huge. What? Mm. Like, everybody was like, no, you shouldn't do that. Now I'm the disruptor. Yeah. And it's like, no, you got to work hard. You got to go to school. Mind you, she didn't go to school. Yeah. Just like, what are your thoughts on that? Like, why are people so in love with this whole, like, like, do you think it's, be do you think it's they're scared or do you think it's because they want the best for you? Both. Both. I mean, it's it's easy for people. Just uh, it's easy for people. I think it's very much both. But yeah, that's frustrating. I can relate. I mean, I can relate to that. And just and it's and it's not just going to be your mom in your life. It's going to be so many people in your life. Or if you in the beginning, and then you can choose when you have more freedom and you have freedom, choose to to to, to surround yourself with people that are like that. But it's mm -hmm. hard because in order to choose who you surround yourself with, you really have to know exactly who you are. 100%. And I think that's it. And then when you're young and you're trying to figure out who you are, you know, like 20 is still young. That's very young, you know? Ridiculously young. <laughs> it's ridiculously young. Like, you've got 80 years. We've got 80 years. And it's hard to know what's true. It's hard to know what to figure out. But, you know, it's enjoy the process, right? But when you're like, when you really want something bad, it's, it's hard to like, it's hard to like enjoy the process. Yeah. But the, the journey, the, the journey really is the destination, you know, not to sound cliche, but I don't know. Do you have anything more? Like, like what, like any more you could tell me of what you mean? Um, what, what do you mean? Like anything? Just, I just what, never mind. <laughs> no, I mean, um, yeah, what I was, what I was talking about, like, um, I don't know. I just feel like people are just, they want everything to happen the way they know it. Like, for example, though, that's good that you mm -hmm. said that you think patience is your strongest suit would you yeah. say that strongest suit and your weakness yeah 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 Blessing I, and curse. Blessing I and curse. always say I always say my strongest and weak my, my biggest strength and weakness is my confidence yeah it's like I think I can get anything done it's yeah. like super, my, I'm super ignorant I want to do it my own way but it's like that's great right because yeah. then I'm, I'm proving to myself and the people around me what's not possible by doing instead of contemplating people yeah. dwell people are like uh, well it's too much work it's not gonna happen oh being a millionaire no you know come on dude that you know that's not gonna happen it's yeah. like why not yeah like, what do you what are your thoughts on do you think anything is possible yeah i think so i mean there's i think some like physical laws like gravity but outside of that yeah i mean that's i think anything i mean it's anything is possible for the right person mm. and i think that's a really good thing because so many people it's like if you just listen to someone they're like i can't i can't maybe it's 
that's what I've had to learn. Anything is possible, but sometimes it's not in people's characters, not in people's characters for it to be possible. Mm. So you could think of someone that something that's the greatest thing in the world that they can do tomorrow and that they can do tomorrow, but it's just not in their character to. And that's, that's been really frustrating for me that they can do it, but it's not in their character to do that. So like when you say like, I can be a millionaire and blah, 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 it's like, it's not in their character to believe in that because they can't. Super frustrating, dude. I've, I've dealt with the same thing. It's like, I felt like I've broken out. I felt like I've broken out. You know Plato's Cave? Yeah. I felt like I've broken out, and I'm, like, coming back, like, yo, 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 come on, guys. And they're like, get the fuck out of here. We don't got time for this. Like, we want to stick to the traditional path. What I've learned from that is, is, like, you can't convince people. Mm. They ha- you can't teach somebody something. They have to, in a sense, learn it from themselves, especially, like, the biggest yeah. biggest lessons. So it's kind of one of those things where I just got to focus on me, do me. And when they're ready, they're ready. Yeah. It's so, it's so, it's especially when you love them and care for them, it's like, ugh. Yeah. Super tough. Exactly. Yeah, I've got about three more minutes here. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I agree with that. I mean, I think that's just the biggest lesson I've had to learn is, is, is just sometimes dealing with other people, you know, and dealing, dealing with these, just dealing... Dealing with things, de- dealing with everything that is in life, and as someone that is, likes to know everything, it is so frustrating to me to, to see that. And, if, and you, if, you could, if you could end us off on one word, how would you simplify life in one word? Like, or not even simplify, just like the number one word you would use to describe this process of trying to do what you're doing. I'll think of a, I'll think of a, a statement here, a okay. statement of... I think that, you know, people say in feminism, right, there's the glass ceiling. I think for everyone, there's a rubber ceiling where you can go up and then it, at first there's not much tension, right, in the rubber ceiling. First there's not much tension and then it bends and the further you go up, the further more you go, go up, the rubber ceiling gets harder and harder and harder. More resistance. And more and more in resistance. And then eventually you either give up and you snap back down and even maybe even lower because of the recoil mm. or, or you break through. But then breaking through that rubber, it's, it hurts when it snaps. And then, but then you're free. And to me, that, that is, there's the rubber ceiling. That rubber ceiling could be family. That rubber ceiling could be friends. Could be a girlfriend, boyfriend. Could be, finances. could be finances, society, school, anything. And you got to identify or all of the above, you know? And that's why you got to really be careful what you choose, choose to put in front of you in your life. And, it, and it's hard. And to me, that's easy for me to choose what I put in front of me in my life. But thinking about what the right thing is, or the right thing for me is to put in my own life, like I can organize life like, like a Lego brick. I have unlimited Lego bricks. And that's not just money, but just just it's money and it's freedom and it's mindset. But then it's like, well, you know, is this the right thing to build in front of me? Because I can build anything, and anyone can build anything. But that's frustrating. Yeah, especially when you've done so much. It's like, yeah. okay, well, what do I do now? Exactly. Exactly. Well, that's the end of this podcast. We're just trying to do this as like Tonight Show-esque, right off the cuff. The guy that I just met, you know, go follow this guy. F- follow this guy. Is it just, what is it, at? At Chimpino underscore, C-H-I-M-P-I-N-O underscore. Beautiful, beautiful. Go follow him. It's really good. Yeah, we're just kind of doing this and testing things out, and it's really beautiful. I, I'm really having a lot of fun. We're... Great conversation. Thank you for inviting me. Exactly. Well, I hope you liked this live stream podcast. Let us know if you want us to do more. Uh, just just tweet at me at Eric Finman, E-R-I-K, 
F-I-N-M-A-N. I switched my name from Eric Finman to Eric Finn, but that is still my username. So I hope you like it, and I hope you enjoyed it. I'm sure you did, actually. I'm, how could you not have? How, could, how really could you not have loved that? So follow me again at, at Eric Finman. Tweet at me. Let me know if you like it. And see you next week.